Hey everybody, it's Kevin. Um, before we get started with the show, I just want to give you a little forewarning. Um, I had some technical difficulties on this episode. Uh, Zoom calls kept kicking in and out. So the editing might be a little choppier and less, you know, flowy than what I would normally like. Uh, there's a few times Dan actually has to take the episode and carry it for a little bit. Some of that I left in. Some of it I didn't. Uh, you'll be able to get all of that on our Patreon. Uh, every little thing that Dan does while I'm gone, uh, once Patreon gets started. Um, but until then, apologize for the quality of the show. It'll be better next time. Promise. All right. Hit the music. <laughs> The subject of today's episode is our very first listener-suggested method of torture, also the very first in a series of ongoing episodes where we will focus on animals used in the torment and execution of the unfortunate. Where larger animals like elephants, water buffalo, and horses have been used over the millennia, what we will see here is that sometimes smaller is better because what these creatures lack in size, they make up for in sheer numbers and ferocity, not to mention the fact that they have almost taken over the entire planet and can be found in virtually every country on Earth, making them extremely accessible. Humans have taken this, what can be very gentle and playful pet, and used it to inflict some of the most horrifying and grotesque traumas to the body that you could imagine. Spanning from the times of Nero, all the way up to just a few years ago, these critters have been used by dictators, executioners, gangs, and even serial killers. Today we cover rats. I'm Kevin Young. And I'm afraid of badgers. <laughs> this, this is torture. <laughs> uh, you know, when we were doing the uh, the D and D uh, shit with our group, um, we would we were asking each other questions about our uh, our characters. Yeah. Before and uh, the next one we were supposed to do, if we ever recorded again, was supposed to be um, what our character's biggest fear was, and mine was going to be chinchillas. Oh, because you know they're extreme. They're unnaturally soft, and they clean themselves by making themselves dirtier. They clean themselves by putting dust on themselves. It's alien. It's ridiculous. Oh, they're terrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, yeah, yeah. Seymour yeah. <laughs> was going to be absolutely <laughs> terrifying. cleaner and more dirty. By yes. chinchillas. It would be the one thing he couldn't turn into would be a chinchilla because he'd look in a mirror and scare himself. So. <laughs> Good old Seymour. Seymour uh, butts. Um, yeah, what was it? What was it again? That, was, it a, was it a badger that Phil fought? That uh, in an inappropriate area? Yeah. Um, or what was it? Yeah. It was a I, ferret I believe, or something like uh, that. Yeah, something Is like it, that. Yeah, 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 something like that. So, mm. uh, just so everybody, this Badgers method was, yeah, this method was uh, again requested by Joey from the Please Don't Follow Me Home podcast. Uh, if you would like to request an episode, go ahead and email us torturepod at gmail dot com or shoot us uh, a DM in uh, the the Instagram or the Twitter and and let us.
us know. One of my favorite Deftone songs is called Rats, Rats, Rats. We uh, might have some audio issues, just so you know. Okay. Because you froze up there for a second and you started talking like a robot and then you went, <laughs> I don't know so. why I don't know why the internet is being so fucking stupid today. I don't I don't get it's it. It's like your superpower is being able to go super slow and then suddenly super <laughs> fast to catch up in real time, so you're actually pretty useless. <laughs> okay. Let me uh Real Time Man. Uh no, one of my favorite songs, uh Deftone songs is actually called Rats, Rats, Rats. I probably know if I heard it, I don't listen to enough. Yeah. Of them or haven't listened to enough of them, if you get me. And uh, yeah. my favorite, the uh, H.P. Lovecraft story, Rats in the Walls. Minus the, you know, very controversial name for the cat. I don't know if you've ever uh, read Rats. I haven't read it yet. I have his complete works. Yeah. Um, And I'm kind of halfway through Cthulhu. But uh, I haven't made it to anything else yet. The Rats in the so, Wall. Because is... I started reading Misery. Okay. And I started reading something else as well. <laughs> three, three of them, basically. Well, Rats in the so. Walls is a uh, short story. And um, it's got a uh, the cat's name. So remember, H.P. Lovecraft was a pretty big racist. And the cat, yep. the cat is black. So I will let you just figure out. On your own, what he named the cat in that fucking book. It's great. It's great. I, 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 I was listening to it on audio too. It was great. And I was listening to it. All of a sudden, he says the name of the cat. I was like, okay, that might not be great. I might not want to listen to the rest of this. I listened to the rest of the story. The story's really good. I was like, why? Why couldn't you name it just any, literally anything else? Like we have a black cat and we just named it Sooty. Very yeah. simple. Oh, you're frozen. I'm going to do an impersonation of you now. Quality programming for our Patreon. Oh, and it's just me, people. It's just me. Welcome to the Dan Show. We don't need Kevin anymore. Right, let's talk about rats. So. Oh, rats. Go fuck yourselves. Oh, rats. Go fuck yourselves oh rats go fuck yourselves oh rats kevin's coming back oh rats kevin's coming back oh it's kevin welcome back kevin rats are bastards aren't they kevin <sighs> fucking bastard rats Dan, let's uh, imagine you're in medieval Germany, strapped to a table. Weasley man in robes keeps nagging at you to tell them what they want to know. You refuse. So they bring uh, bring in a cage. Cage that's kind of jumping back and forth with loud squeals emitting from it. They hold it to your face and say again, tell us what we want to know. You turn your head to see a cage full of rats. Uh, now let's say Frenchman. <laughs> now let's say you still don't give anything up or anyone up. Uh, this won't be a torture for him for a minute and see if he changes his mind type of thing. Once they go through with this, there's really no turning back. So they would dump the yeah. rats into a clay pot and then turn the pot over onto your bare belly or a metal pan or whatever they got laying around, you know. Um, 
Now you could feel their little paws and claws and fur walk and scrape across your skin. Then they take some hot coals and start placing them on top of the bowl. The rats begin to get hot. They begin to get antsy. They begin to look for ways to get away from the growing heat. Now there's one thing you need to know about rats is that they aren't above chewing their way out of situations. They only need a little hole to slip into, so they look for the easiest substance to gnaw through, which is also in the opposite direction of the heat. That just so happens to be your flesh. They bite, and chew, they bite and chew and scratch through your belly and crawl in. But they don't stop there. So the human body is, after all, also a very warm place. And very delicious, too. Oh, from what I understand, yes. Uh, they keep biting and they keep chewing and they keep scratching through intestines, through your stomach, through your kidneys and bladder and liver and spleen and everything else that gets in their way until they finally find a way out. Now, that could be through any number of ways, out the side of the body, out the mouth, or uh, out the other way. The butt. Yeah. <laughs> and let's face it. There's no surviving having your insides ripped apart. So this is pretty much a death sentence. This is that is... where the the is that where the term uh, "giving a rat's ass" comes from? I don't, I don't know. I I doubt it, but it's it's a possibility. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a rat in my ass, all the way, all the way up in there. This is by far the most famous way rats were used in torture. Thanks mostly to a certain scene from one of my favorite shows of all time, last couple seasons notwithstanding, Game of Thrones, which I'm obvi- obviously was going to be something that I'm sure Dan brings up when we get to the uh, poppy culture part of it, at least a little bit. Avoided that one on purpose because I knew it was going to be mentioned. Fair enough. So, yep. But this was by no means the only way these rodents of mass destruction were used. So let's let's go all the way back to the beginning. Ancient Rome, specifically to the time of Nero, one of the many uh, dictators we will cover on this show at some point, between 54 and 68 AD. Now, I found two different ways rats were used other than the whole clay pot method. Both of these were more of an execution rather than an interrogation. So the first simply consisted of a barrel big enough to hold a human and as many rats as necessary. So the criminal would be placed in the barrel, so very hungry rats, and then the lid was shut. And once the rats were full, they'd be dumped out, and new rats would be added in. Till nothing was left. Till you just bone, really. Uh, the other process needed, nice. a, yeah. The other process needed a little bit more preparation. Uh, the victim would be laid out on a table, strapped down, his belly slid open, his insides pulled out a little bit, uh, all while still alive, and the rats would be set loose on his body. The slit in the belly giving the rats easy access to the insides to be ripped out and eaten. Sounds joyful, so it does. <laughs> Completely joyful. <laughs> and we, oh. jump, we can jump over to uh, the Indian subcontinent, where prisoners would be placed in trousers that were loose, specifically in the groin area. 
and uh, the pant legs would be tied shut. <laughs> uh, the rats would then be poured into the pants from the top, and the waist would also be tied, you know, tight. And then you just use your imagination to figure out what route the rats would take to get out and the little bitty snacks they would have on their way. Fuck that. You're like, I don't want to use my imagination. I don't want to. You can't make me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh. This is horrible. But uh, medieval Germany is really where the shit got amped up. Um, so they wouldn't just use clay pots. Many times, the cages that the rats were kept in had bottoms that could just be torn away. And instead of just heating up the top of the object, they would heat the entire thing. So not only would you get the ripping and tearing of the rats, you would also get the burning from the cage. Just, you know, little icing on that shit cake before you die. They didn't always put the cage on your belly. Sometimes they'd put the cage on your face. With this method... Yeah, I was going to say, I saw something to do with that, all right. They didn't have a big area to escape to. Like, when they put it on your belly, they have your entire cavity in here to just kind of move around and get out face you know it's very bony uh which rats could chew through but um even when you get through that there's still not a a whole lot of room for that many rats i'm I'm very sorry about this because i do not content um condone animal death uh but the rats many times would just get in your face and then die from the heat you know Inside your face, you have dead rats. Nice. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and, and then they would just be left there to rot, you know, kind of as a final fuck you. Oh. <laughs> How did he die? With rats in his face. Dear Lord. Uh, and sometimes they would sidestep the whole coals on clay pot thing and just cut a hole in the prisoner's abdomen and stuff a rat inside and, you know, let him go to town. Uh, they also had a device called the rat chair where a victim would be tied to a chair and a cage would be placed over their head. Then hungry rats would be dumped into the cage and the rats would begin to eat the prisoner's nose and ears and cheeks and eyes or whatever else they could and left there to live in the cage until the victim, you know, died. Yeah. yeah, or had a face full of dead rats. Had a face full of dead rats, one or the other. Whichever came first. <laughs> you would probably I die. Johnny rat face. There. You would die before you had a face full of rats. But yes, that's how it would go. Uh, the pot method was also used during the Dutch Revolt by the Dutch leader Diedrich Saunier to get valuable information. Most of the time, the victim would tell anything they want, tell them anything they wanted, uh, long before the coals were ever placed on the pot or the cage. They'd see the rats. They'd be like, no, 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 no. No, what do you want? What do you want? Yeah, I'll yeah. give you, you want my pin number? What do you, I'll give you <laughs> my ex-girlfriend's address? I don't know, what like, do you, like, whatever you like, want. Like, like some of the, is it like some of the other previous methods we covered where we assumed that it was the, the image of it alone, the, the fear of the thought of it. Yes. Like the head crusher, head crusher. or a few others that we assumed that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, except... As soon as they see it, it's like, no, thank you. Yeah. Nope. Except there is documented proof that this actually happened. Uh, no documented proof that the head crusher ever did anything. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know which one I would rather. 
Like, which were you, Head Crusher or Rats? Probably, I might go Head Crusher. I'd go Head Crusher. I think it'd be a bit quicker. Yeah. Yeah, mm. not not as icky. Uh, yeah. <laughs> kind of like, ew. Well. I'd, I'd just rather, how about, how about neither of them? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, as, as I say, one of these things, I know people say, well, if you had to go into your head, well, I'll, t- I'll take the gun to the head, yeah. please. Thank you very much. Yeah, no <laughs> <In my case. laughs> just pull the trigger. Oh, fuck. And of yep. course, yeah, of course, we can't talk about torture or rats without bringing up the British. So now the British weren't, <laughs> <laughs> they weren't quite as inventive as the Germans or the Romans. Uh, you know, it's, it's they 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 would much rather steal their inventions from people than come up with their own. Uh, but in, <laughs> I can imagine just sitting there hitting people over the head with a rat. Like, and that's their <laughs> is this how they did it? Is this how they did it over in Germany? Bonk. <laughs> uh, tell me what I want to know. Yeah, boom, <laughs> come on, boom. Yeah, if they could, I mean, but if they couldn't, they couldn't steal it. They're not going to come up with it on their own. Uh, it's like that. There's a joke. Um, why are the pyramids in Egypt? Because the British couldn't fit them inside their museums. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, they steal everything. <laughs> In the Tower of London, there was a room known as Rat's Dungeon or the Dungeon Among the Rats. Again, very inventive. Uh, it was a pitch black cell that sat underneath the waterline of the Thames River. Now, as the river rose, rats swept up in the shores would float in. And when the rat got into the cell and spotted the poor guy who was chained up in the corner, they'd go nibble on the fingers and toes of the prisoner. And since it was pitch black, you were sitting sitting there in the corner, you would hear the skittering of the feet and the squeaks, but couldn't actually see what was coming until it started to eat you. Or, you know, crawl on you. According to reports, at least one person, a Catholic layman named Thomas Sherwood, actually spent months in this cell, and it ended up driving him mad. Of course. Yeah. Uh, It was actually happened to most that were put in the dungeon. Prisoners were simply locked inside a confined space with a group of rats, a small room, no way to avoid them, slowly being driven mad as the rats gnawed at your limbs. Uh, the idea of rat eating into their guts or simply crawling over their limbs while they, are, while they slept struck terror, terror into the victims. <laughs> terror. Of course it would, though. You know, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I'd, um, I'd, I'd shit myself if I physically could. I'm sure if if I was in that situation, you know. Until eventually, like, you you found a you found one that was gentle and you befriended it. At first, you didn't get along. At first, you hated each other. He kept trying to bite you, and you kept trying to swat at him to eat him. But you, he saved your life one day, and you became best of friends. Sounds like <laughs> they made a Disney average marriage. So <laughs> they made a Disney movie out of it. <laughs> he crawled up onto your head and taught you how yeah. to cook. Called the Green Mile. That's Mr. <laughs> Jangles. So when a torturer is trying to get information out of somebody, fear can sometimes be a more effective tool than physical pain. The fear was also a good way to add a psychological element to the torture when the goal was simply just to inflict suffering. But 
What makes rats such little murder machines? Why are they so terrifying? Well, let's take a minute for a quick zoology lesson. Because they're assholes. Sorry, that's the quick scientific explanation right there. They're just complete and utter assholes. Well, I know some people who have had rats as pets, and they can actually be very sweet and loving. And they're a different kind of rat, though, aren't they? Like, it's... I mean, they, did, they like, didn't just find them in a back alley somewhere and decide to take them I, home. Yeah, exactly. Like, like my cats, the, the sassholes, are very sweet and loving, but you wouldn't see me walking up to a leopard and be like, hey, hey baby, hey. Can, like... <laughs> It's a very, very different <laughs> scenario right there. So, I love how you make the jump from house cat to leopard. Oh, you froze. Oh, he's gone again, people. He just dropped. So it's back to the Dan Show. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to your uh, midnight hour run. And we're here with some smooth music to get you through the night and your commute home. And that's why Kevin's an asshole. <laughs> Okay, if there's a, if there's if the sound is different for everybody out there and it, it, it seems weird now, I had to move everything from my little studio out in my garage into my bedroom because for some reason we're not getting Wi-Fi out there for the Zoom call. So as far as the uh, uh, stuff that just happened, if you're just listening to it on uh, just a regular podcast, you probably won't hear it. But for the Patreon members, I'm sure you had quite the uh, experience. With me, it was mainly me sitting there, kind of going, how the hell am I going to fill this dead air, right? And I started reading stuff about rat torture off Wikipedia, and I was talking about rats in movies, and I started learning how to play rats by ghost. <laughs> Somebody had said the, the best thing with, with ghost was, uh, they they saw him, they're like, ooh, they're, they look scary and, and, and heavy, and then they listened to him, and they said, it's just goth Bon Jovi. Yeah, yeah, I'd appreciate um, <laughs> Apparently your whole background is loading. Yeah, I changed I was hoping to trick you because I changed it and I was gonna go like Because <laughs> you appeared and then disappeared originally. <laughs> I was like, Oh, this would be really funny. I was like, Oh no. Fucking oh, old all right, so well, anyway. I believe I left off with a quick zoology lesson. So, <clears throat> when most people think about rats, they think about, like, big mouse. But rats and mice, not the same. Uh, while mice are usually 12 to 30 grams, or 0.4 to 1.1 ounces, um, the house mouse has a small, slender body. 6 to 11 centimeters, so... You know, for all of us who don't use metric system, 2.4 to 4.3 inches long. Um, and its tail is about equal its body length. The average rat is about 20 inches long, so 50 centimeters, and weighs approximately 12 ounces, or 0.34 kilograms. But the big ones, the leopard ones, as you would as Dan would say, uh, the giant rats, are more than 32 inches long, and weigh more than three pounds, or 1.36 kilograms. There is an island off our coast, yep. off Dublin. Um, I need to double-check the name of it, but it is well known to have gigantic rats. Giant rats, yeah. It's something. It's a place that nobody lives on, little tiny island, but apparently the rats are mahoosive. 
Well, if, I mean, if they have no other natural predators, they're just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger until exactly know, yeah. until, until you have I the giant to... until you have the giant swap rats from princess bride walking through <laughs> yeah um i think it's ireland's eye or else it's i can't remember which of the islands it is i'll have to double check it might be lambe island see we have a lot of little islands off the coast of america too but most of our islands are tropical islands coming off the coasts of ireland not not tropical no far from it <laughs> filled with rats Far from it, yeah. <laughs> so on top of that, they are overly abundant. Rats begin breeding as soon as five weeks of age and continue until about age two. Females are fertile approximately every three weeks, and during that time, they have been known to mate up to... Now, Dan, hold on to yourself, because this might give you chafing just to hear it. Hold They've on to my They've been known to mate up to 500 times in six hours. Get those rookie, those rookie numbers. Get those numbers up. <laughs> so rats are filthy bastards for two reasons. Yeah. The resulting pregnancy usually lasts about three weeks, and the litter size typically range from six to 20 babies. So just in a year, two rats can produce over... 80. Now, that's just them on their own. That's not including all of the offspring also producing. Those are just those two rats. Taking into account that those rat pups can then reproduce in five weeks, you have an infestation of thousands in just a couple of years. It doesn't take any time at all for an area to get completely overrun with rats. Because, yeah, you could see how the whole thing like the bubonic plague kind of really... I was waiting. From... I was waiting to see if you bring that up, because mm. apparently the rats weren't actually the issue with that. And it was like, oh no, it was the fleas that came up with the rats. Apparently, there was an infestation of, and this is about as weird a, a sentence of I've ever said in my life: an infestate, an infestation of wild gerbils. <laughs> And apparently, they were the ones carrying the fleas that had the bubonic plague. The rats get a lot of uh, uh, grief for that. Stick. Yeah, but apparently it was gerbils. I'm I'm sure it was rats, too. I'm sure it was just everywhere. And the fact that... Have you ever heard the gerbil song? I don't think I have ever heard the gerbil song. Um, Have you ever heard of felching? Yeah, yeah, that's (laughs) what I'm talking about, the Stephen Lynch one. Oh, no. I don't know if I've heard... I've heard a lot of Stephen Lynch. I don't know if I've heard Gerbil Song or not. Oh, it's... Every time I hear uh, D&D from Stephen Lynch, I always think of, think of you guys. You. Oh, yeah. And the rest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. All but... hail the Gerbil King. Lemmy Winks. But, um... I mean, that comes down to, like, the British seeing cats as being... Uh, connected to the devil and eradicating all the cats because of bad luck and everything and then the rise of rodents through the cities and you know, yeah, yeah, it's a whole big thing I've, I've, again, fucking British um, anyway, what makes a rat truly terrifying though, are the teeth rat's teeth are extraordinarily strong they can cut through steel and concrete so rat teeth score on a 5.5 on the Moore's scale of hardness, which is harder than steel. 
they can chew through anything from wood to soft concrete to lead. So the human body would be like butter. And that's not even mentioning their jaw strength, which is the most powerful jaw of any rodent. So, some estimates say their jaw muscles are able to exert up to 6,000 pounds of force per square inch. Now, for comparison, the human jaw bite force comes in at around 70 pounds per square inch. It's going to say it sounds like an alligator or a crocodile. Well, a hippo comes in at yeah. eight at eighteen hundred, and a Nile crocodile comes in at five thousand. So technically, <laughs> rat's jaw strength is a thousand pounds per square inch stronger than a crocodile. Dear Lord, <laughs> I re- I retract what I said about badgers earlier, and I'm replacing it with, with rats. Yes, they're they're fucking terrible. Again, I know people who have who've had rats as as pets. These things are fucking terrifying. If if anything goes wrong, if something goes foobar, you're you're screwed. That's nuts. Anyway, now you would think that something this barbaric would be left in the Middle Ages where it belongs. But these are humans we're talking about. And to quote one of my favorite shows of all time, in fact, the, the, the show that my background is based on, people are bastard-coated bastards with bastard filling. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> so we'll jump forward from Europe of the 17th century to the Americas in the 20th. Where from Brazil during the, quote, years of lead under the rule of General Emilio Garastazu Medici, I'm... I, destroying his name, but I don't feel bad because he's a fucking dick. And his head of torture, Colonel Carlos Brillante Ustra, uh, Uruguay through the political unrest of the 70s and 80s, the dirty war in Argentina through the mid to late 70s and early 80s, a period of United States-backed terrorism, and the reign of Augusto Pinochet through the early 70s all the way up into the 90s, rats were inserted sometimes through tubes, sometimes by hand, again, this is why I asked you if you knew what felching was, into the vaginas and rectums of political prisoners. I was going to say, now, our uh, Patreon listeners may think to themselves, wow, this sounds awfully familiar. That's because Dan covered it when (laughs) Kevin's internet dropped. (laughs) I didn't know Dan covered it because here I am. And I was the uh, direct, directo thingy, what you call it? Directo something. I can't remember. I messaged you about it and said, hey, I'm talking about this. It's really weird. Direct rectoscope. Yeah, the rectoscope. Yeah, I didn't get your messages yeah. while I was running around trying to figure ah, out what yeah, the fuck I was going to do to hook up my recording. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. yeah, well, that's why you're hitting this thing on the double note, people. Who that's did right. a better job? You tell me. We're, uh, Probably Kevin. We're beating it in. We're beating it in. Uh, so... Anyway, yeah. Into the vaginas and rectums. Uh, and a lot of times this was done to... People, mostly women, obviously the vaginas. Um, I was gonna say, <laughs> squeaky vaginas. bum time. Yeah. No squeaky bum time. No, rat squeak. Uh, obviously, <laughs> um, but it was done in front of their children. Oh, no, that's not fun. No, that's not cool. Um, <laughs> you just took all the fun out of it. Leave it to Kevin to make it depressing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, again, that's that's the German in me. I gotta. Yeah. Uh, and. Of course, we can't talk about rats without bringing mafia, bringing up mafia hitman and serial killer, the Iceman, Robert Kuklinski, who between 1949 at the age of 13 and 1986 killed anywhere from six 
to 100 people. He claimed that on multiple occasions, he would kidnap his victims rather than conventionally murdering them. He'd bind, bound their hands and feet with tape. Then he'd leave the victims in a cave in the wilderness where they were eaten alive by rats, attracting by the victims' cries. Now, Kuklinski claimed he filmed these deaths as, deaths as proof to the buyer that the people suffered before the death. Now, it was never proven, these tapes nor the bodies were ever recovered, but the Iceman's reputation, anything is possible. I mean, this was a guy who, he, he walked up to, pe- to uh, it happened a couple times, he'd walk up to somebody on the street corner and just yeah. put a bullet in the back of their head and walk off. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, he, he didn't <laughs> give it, a fuck. I, I love the numbers, though. It's like six or 100. Anywhere it's like getting pulled over by the cops. And it's like, how fast are we going? Uh, somewhere between maybe 20 and 200. <laughs> mm, I don't know. <laughs> you get pulled over by the cops. You know why I pulled you over? Well, it's either because I didn't use my turn signal or that bank I just robbed. It's somewhere in between. Yeah, yeah somewhere between the two. Yeah. <laughs> well, so he was, he confessed and was convicted of... I think between four and, and six. I think he was convicted of four and then with, um, was, uh, confessed to two more. But also... <laughs> he said, what about the other 94? But also, you know, he, he, he was a talker. He you know told people about some of the stuff. He did do hits for some of the major crime families in New York for, you know couple decades. So obviously it's it, obviously it's more than six. Is it a hundred? Eh, but obviously, I was, say, was he part of was he part of Murder Incorporated then or some? Something? That's a pot. Uh, uh, or was that too early? I don't know. He wasn't part of Murder Incorporated. That was earlier than him. But he wouldn't have been anyway because he was a oh, well, yeah, sorry, he was he was a work he was yeah. a work on his own type of guy. You know, he, he, sorry, I forgot about the years. Sorry, that Murder yeah, was not sorry. It was up. It was between the twenties and forties. Yeah. yeah. If, if he was to work with some, if he was to work with someone and, and and have a partner, more than likely that partner would end up dead too because he didn't want had any. He didn't want any oh. witnesses. Uh, yeah, if yeah. there was witnesses, it was just random people on the street. But we're not. So we're not done quite yet, uh, because in t- t- 2010. A new in New Jersey, a case was reported in which David Wax used rat torture on Israeli citizen Yisrael Brooksman to agree to give his wife a gitten or a get, which is a Jewish document for divorce. Now, this was only a single single layer of a plan that also involved being urinated on, burned with acid, and buried alive. But this was part of a New York divorce coercion gang, which operated from the 1980s to 2013, viciously assaulting Jewish men to get a gittin. Women would contract these Jewish men to go out and torture their husbands until they uh, decided to give them a divorce. I mean, get good, huh? It's ridiculous. So yeah, the last time uh, rat torture was recorded was in 2010. Uh, what? Really? Yeah, that's what. That's All when right. this happened. This, this happened between the oh, 80s. That was and, yeah, between the 80s and 2013. Jesus, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> David Wax was his name. Was the guy who got arrested for it. 2010? Doesn't say oh, exactly what funky. what he did. But, you know, 
it doesn't that's really crazy matter. Though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's, it's still amazing me when you hear these things happening. Yeah, breast like, ripper happened now, just a few years like, ago. Uh, yeah, there was a few other ones that we had covered that happened. Just you know, again, Nan King was not that long ago. Nan King wasn't that really? long ago. Ling Chi like, was still being used in the twentieth century, the very early part of the twentieth century. Uh, it, mm-hmm. it goes on and on. Uh, fuck, they're still beheading and hanging people in the when Star Wars came out, because and, and I imagine their last words were like. Better than Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, that's the great thing is Star Wars is still coming out. You know? Is it though? Is it still? Yeah. Is it, well, is it a good look, thing that's? I haven't. I haven't. Well, it depends. Mando's pretty good. I haven't Mando's watched the latest great. ones. I love the Mandalore. It's fucking amazing. The um, Book of Boba Fett Boba was very was... disappointing. Because it was half Mando, you see, yeah, Mando half is gone. It should have been the Book of Boba Fett <laughs> and Mando. Yeah, <laughs> that's Mando and friends. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, yeah. So Mandalorian is great. The cartoons have been great. <laughs> Mando and the Hendersons. Mando and the Hendersons. <laughs> so it's no doubt that this specific torture was absolute hell on the people that experienced it. But let's not forget about the true victims through all of this: the rats themselves. Oh they, yeah. I mean, they never yeah. asked. They never asked for this. <laughs> they would much rather just be left alone. Here you are, just capturing them and. Yeah, mind your own business and suddenly you're up some guy's butt. Like, you <laughs> you're know. putting them in so, inside some guy's pants in India and they have to find their way out. Yeah. Oh, they don't want to go through the shit, literally, but you make them. Yeah. It's like, it smells like Gandhi's tongue in here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, Dan, since Down I wasn't around, I wasn't around for all the pop culture stuff. Uh, you want to let me in on what you talked to everybody about? Well, at least on Patreon. So, Patreon, if you're a part of our uh, Patreon. I, yeah, you, you, I very boringly went through rats in movies and argued the case over the fact that, even though I googled rats in movies, there were movies that came up that are quite literally mice. And it's in the title, Chipmunks, as well. <laughs> They're not rats. Like, yo, it's just absolutely ridiculous. Like, Stuart Little is a mouse, people. And then you have Alvin and the Chipmunks comes up in the search. It's just, it's stupid, like, you know. But anyway, um, I was just, like, talking about things, you know, like American Tale and stuff like that, mentioning things like that. But, like, this isn't to do with the torture, obviously, because there's no torture in American Tale. You can watch it, kids. It's fine. It's a great film. Except, um, for, that, except for that fucking song where Fievel and his sister are both looking at the moon, singing at the same time. It's just, oh, God, yeah. it just rips your fucking heart out. Oh. Um, I always wondered as well about the pronunciation of this. The secret of Nim, Nim, Nim. <laughs> yeah, Nim. And I, I believe it is. Nim, yeah. yeah. That's a good one. Um. Anyway, yeah. And then I moved on from there. Where uh, one example of where it's used is in George Orwell's nineteen eighty four. There's yep. the rat cage mm-hmm. face cage that you mentioned. Um, just some pretty good pictures of that, and just drawings of it, and all sorts of stuff. If you were to Google it, where right. um. It looks pretty funny. Actually, there's one of them where the guy's head is completely out of proportion to the rest of them. Um, obviously, um, the Game of Thrones one, which you already mentioned, but then the same thing is actually done. This is the one that I had in my head when it was first brought up. Sure. Which was in um, Too Fast, Too Furious, or Too Crap, Too Furious, because yeah, never... it is a terrible film. I, I'll admit I liked the very first one, but then, because it was decent, concept but then when okay. they started using 
people who are car thieves to topple world governments and dictatorships. Yeah, yeah. that's when they comes, lost me. Comes, you know, comes um, a much. so we got to disarm a nuke with family. <laughs> you know, and it's just like no, get out of it. You know, like a car, a, a, an undercover cop going in with a bunch of car thieves. <laughs> And so to, to find out what the hell they're doing, like that that's good. Like that makes sense. It yeah. actually is yeah. you know. But then have these car thieves go under their cover with some drug lord guy. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't make any sense. Doesn't yeah. make any sense whatsoever. They they shoehorn in this whole thing. He likes to look at people racing. So therefore, you know, get to know him and he'll like to look at you guys racing. You know, I was like, Yeah, okay, cool. Next thing you know, there's a um, Mustang dragging a safe down the road and yeah. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tokyo rip, Drift is actually a decent one. Wouldn't rip the car in half was, at all, no. Um, like the Tokyo Drifting was actually good because it was just all about the intensity of the underground drifting scene in Japan and how people are just so into it. and it's actually it's that and the first one are the two best ones I mean, you the, fight me over that audio fight me I don't care if they are the best two <laughs> the whole premise of you know the the underground racing scene that that's that's a perfectly fine premise to make movies out of you just they, they yeah. went they went fucking crazy with it for no yeah, way. yeah, exactly. For no yeah, reason. it's and all of a sudden, yeah, now the no, rock it's is there and John Cena. Stupid! Is in it. It's, yeah, I don't get the it. spin-off movie is pretty cool though. Um, if you take it for what it is, the Hobson Shaw one. Um, it's that's actually a, it's it's a roller coaster. But um, yeah, in the fast in too fast, too furious. Um, and uh, he does it with um an ice bucket from champagne flute thing. Okay, yeah, they see, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's where I knew it from. Uh, and there was one other one which I seem to have lost while I was googling stuff to do with the gerbil song um, if you're over the age of 18 then listen to the gerbil song by Stephen Lynch it is pretty damn funny <laughs> um, then there was something else then that I had up like I said yeah and I can't find it now ah I keep looking see if I can find it again but that's aside from the classic that is the hit song Rats by uh, Kevin's favourite band uh, Ghost Goth Bon Jovi um yeah, can you imagine now if Ghost doing a soundtrack to a Fast and the Furious movie? Oh. Now that will be right up our alley. But uh, yeah, that's I think that's 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 kind of all I kind of have covered. I'm gonna have to watch the first Fast and the Furious now. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah. the young lad has never seen them. Okay. So, actually, I have to do a little bit of a plug in a few minutes as well for you to say, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No speaking of that, let's... trying to help, trying to help, trying to help the kid out, you know. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, that that that's about it. Like aside from the fact that I when you when you were to Google it, you could Google the thing too. It's like slow methods of torture and stuff like this, which we will be covering some of the items that are on it. But it kind of has a brief mention to do with it and has the image from Game of Thrones. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's saying here that it's a staple of modern film and television, but it's not. Because it's very rarely used, this exact thing. It's literally in a couple of pieces of film. <laughs> like, you know, it's a, I don't think I would see how it's a staple. Like, it's. I think, I think when it comes to rats being a staple in uh, you know, television, is just like when the other undercover group or, or the cops or the criminals or whoever's crawling through the sewers and one of the rats jumps down on their foot and one of them screams ah and they're rats i don't like rats and that that's about as as stapley as rats get in uh yeah, that, that's, tv you know yeah yeah does the oak if you said about the lat the rat dungeon i'm 99 sure i've been there yeah because i've been in the tower of london but yeah when i looked um, it up that's the the um attraction is what showed up uh, people yeah. go in yeah there's a, a there's yeah i've definitely been there yeah. um 
it's it's pretty cool. Anybody that's over there hasn't gone there if you're going over that direction. It is pretty cool. Yeah. To be fair. Yeah, I've seen it on a few travel shows uh, before, and it, it it it's one of those places that eventually we'd like to go to. Um, but you know, maybe internet. And no, to the Americans, it's yeah. it's not down the road for me. I'm not in the UK. <laughs> Just, just, you're, just in case you're over uh, on a different on island. A yeah, you got different you, island. You guys got kicked yeah. out, separated by a big old piece of water. That's you know. But you guys not over in England? Nope. Lucky you. Yeah. So you can guys can go follow us on Instagram and all the other social medias at TorturePod. Email us, torturepodgmail.com. If there's anything you would like for us to cover, just like like Joey did. She said, hey, tell me about rat torture, and here we are doing the show on it. Um, or if you have any comments, you know, hey, why the fuck can't you guys get your shit together when you're recording? That's that's perfectly uh, understandable comment you could have. Uh, rate and review on Apple. Follow, subscribe on whatever service you're listening on. Head over to our YouTube page where we're doing little snippets or excerpts of the show where you can actually see our bright and shining faces. I'm sure whatever excerpt I use for this one is going to be just perfect. It's going to be me on my own. <laughs> <laughs> just Probably. me. Kevin, please come back quick. I don't like it over here. Yeah. Uh, if you like to, what are we supposed to do? If you like to donate to the show so I can get better equipment and so this shit doesn't happen again, you can on our link Same tree. Here. Yeah. Yep. Uh, or you, what you can find on our socials, or you can go to buy us to buymeacoffee.com slash torture pod and uh, donate there. You can also go to that link on our link tree, which is again on our socials. Now, by the time the next episode comes out. Our Patreon and merch store should be up and public. So I, I can get I, a new hat. I, yes, I say that, fingers crossed, uh, that nothing else goes completely foobar, and I can actually get it done. But I'm, I'm very close, just trying to polish off a few more things before we get it going. Yeah. Uh, so how does it work me buying a hat from myself? Then? <laughs> I can still get you a hat. That's fine. Uh <laughs> working with different merch stores trying to figure out which one exactly goes like well this one has better quality but they are more expensive well this one quality is okay most of the time some of the times it's shit people have complained about customer service it's like who to go through and what to do so i've been you know very indecisive there and then getting all this shit up for patreon but by the next episode they should be both up and running and we'll have all the info for our patreon tiers and what you can expect to get for your, you know, dollar. or three. Yeah, and as I said before, I hope to have a look into and a talk to a couple of friends of mine um, about finding, potentially finding an alternate company or whatever to be able to order through yeah. for stuff for Europe. Because postal packaging from the UK for items simple as hats and shirts and things like that is ridiculous yeah so it's for, insane yeah for all of our listeners who aren't in america or canada or mexico um the places that we're looking at to get merch from they will deliver they will ship to other countries they do ship internationally the price is kind of out of this world though so we will be Looking for, yeah, we will. Well, maybe, but we will be looking for uh, somewhere in you know Europe, hopefully near Dan, 
Maybe Dan could just make them on his own and send them to people. He doesn't have anything else to do. No, I'm, I'm just <laughs> sitting here all day. Yeah. Waiting for me. <laughs> he's, he's literally sitting at his computer all day waiting for me to get back on Zoom. Yes, with that look on your face. <laughs> Boy, thinking, I wish you'd get his internet fixed. Yeah. See, today mine was running on a potato. Yeah, yeah. Yours was fine. Mine was. But it seemed to be okay ever since I came inside, so. No. Oh, well. Might be might be thing for the future, just in case, you know. Yeah. So if our hint, bait. Yeah, hint for our next episode. It's a slow, painful death, but a hell of a diet plan. And that's what you get. Hell of a diet plan. Yeah, that's all you get. <laughs> all right. Okay. It's actually, it's actually the worst diet plan, but, you know, whatever. Nice. Uh, fuck. This has been a complete shit show of an episode, just so everybody knows. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully it all comes out better, but. So our apologies to Joey again then in that yeah. case because it was Joey that requested this. It's just been a shit show. Like to the point the where I just, want to delete, I just want to delete the whole thing and redo it, but we're not going to do that. <laughs> We've done that once before, except I forgot yeah. to re- hit record that time. It, that wasn't fun, so we're not doing that again. We'll just have to deal with this being a shit up. That'll be the name of the episode. Rats. Shit show. Yeah, that, 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 that wouldn't be too bad. Might be a good one. Two, 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 two rats, too curious. <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking hell alright yeah oh you wanted to uh, let's uh, I was going to try and plug go. the young lads um, YouTube he's trying to get his subscribers up yeah go ahead so this is for the younger audience so basically if your children older teenager kind of audience the young lad has a YouTube channel as many games and football soccer and video games and he's gone under the title of Nayoda, N-A-Y-O-D-A. So to search for it on YouTube, it's at N-A-Y-O-D-A underscore. Okay. And it's like a purpley, bluey, circular thing. All right. Yeah, go check that I, out. Like and subscribe. And then you can like and subscribe to my one at What's All the Fuzz About. <laughs> guitar stuff. No, I mean, if you're into guitar stuff or pedals or just like hearing Dan's voice, go ahead shoot over there I'm straight yeah. oh yeah let's do a play guitar oh yeah baby alright well, let's get out of here before it uh, it just gets worse alright uh, take care of yourselves take care of one another and we'll see ya goodbye good <laughs> good goodbye yeah <laughs> oh rats <laughs>